0: Good morning, and welcome to Prayers for Your Day. This is Danita, and today is Thursday, January the 21st, 2021, 1-21-21. As always, I give thanks to God for you, for what he's doing in your life and the lives of the people, places, and things that you have been divinely connected to, called to, in order to pray for, intercede on behalf of, be a blessing to, including your time, talent, and your finances um, throughout this earth, throughout the world. Um, This is the day that the Lord has made. And as always, we rejoice and are glad in it. Why? Because God did not, he did not have to allow us to see another day. And so every day we open up our eyes Every day we are able to put one foot in front of the other. Every day we are able to hear the voice of a loved one. Every day we are able to hug someone or kiss someone that is dear to our hearts or text someone and get a response back. That's a day of thanksgiving. Um, Every day that we can open up our mouths and say, thank you, Lord, that is a day of thanksgiving because our situations may not be what we want them to be. Um, and sometimes we have to look for God in the situation. And I tell you, I don't know what your situation is, just like you don't know what my situations are or what they may have been. But when you meditate and really think about God and you really think about his character and who he is, I guarantee you, you will be able somehow to see the hand of God somehow, somehow it may not be easy. It may not be simple. But somehow you will see how God even stepped in in those hard times, how God stepped in in those challenging times, how God stepped in and remove people out of your life or how God stepped in and allow people to come into your life or how God really did the impossible. In your life or how you prayed that God, you know, don't let it be this bad. And even though it was bad, God didn't allow it to be as bad as it could have been. So thank God on today. Look around and just thank God on today. Think and thank God on today. Listen and thank God on today because I guarantee you, you've got something to be thankful for. On this morning, we're in the book of Daniel and it is giving me life. And that's what I love about the word of God because the word of God is life. It is, in fact, the living word. It is the living word. So when you read the word of God, you should be able to just, lie, inhale and exhale, lie, and meditate on the word because it gives us life. So in Daniel chapter four, Um, I'm going to start at verse number 19. This is, remember yesterday, we talked about giving reverence to those in authority over us. Even if we don't agree, even if they go on a totally different way, just like Daniel believed in God, the, the most highly God, and King Nebuchadnezzar worshiped idol images. But nonetheless, Daniel still served him. Why? Because Daniel knew that he was assigned to the king for such a time as this. So a reminder, don't ever get it twisted. Well, I'm not supposed to be around this person because they're doing X, Y, Z. You have to know if you've been assigned to that person in order to be the salt of the earth. Have you been assigned to that person in order to be the light of the world? Too often we get drawn in. Too often we get drawn in into that person's foolishness. Now, if Daniel was not rooted and grounded in God, he would have gotten drawn in uh, with King Nebuchadnezzar. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego would have got drawn into King Nebuchadnezzar if they had not been rooted and grounded in God. It's not enough just to know God. We've got to be rooted and grounded in God. So no matter who I'm with, no matter what they're doing, I'm not doing it. Why? Because I'm rooted and grounded in God. And so when we pray and we think about Daniel, we have to remember Daniel was rooted and grounded in, in God. If you're not rooted and grounded in God, you can't go everywhere people go. You can't listen to what everybody listens to. You can't try to be like everybody else because you will get swayed. There will be opportunities for you to serve their God, whoever their God is. If their God is sex, then you'll get swayed to having sex outside of what God has the divinely or ordained for you, which is marriage, marriage. If their God is drugs, uh, you know, alcohol and cocaine or heroin or opioids or whatever it may be. If you're not rooted and grounded, then you'll get drawn to that addiction. If it's cursing, you'll start cursing. One will draw the other. Believe that. And the word of God proves just that. So in Daniel chapter four, verse number 19, this was after, uh, belt uh daniel showed king nebuchadnezzar reverence King Nebuchadnezzar called for Daniel because he knew that Daniel had the spirit of the Lord within him and could interpret his dream. Then it says here, Daniel interprets the dream. I'm not going to read it all, but I'll start with 19. Then Daniel, also called Belteshazzar, was greatly perplexed for a time and his thoughts terrified him. So the king said, Belteshazzar, do not let the dream or its meaning alarm you. Belteshazzar answered, my lord, if only the a dream applied to your enemies and its meaning to your adversaries. Then he explains the dream and he says, you have become great and strong. Your greatness has grown until it reaches the sky and your dominion extends to distance to distant parts of the earth. So he was telling King Nebuchadnezzar basically how great he had become, how the Lord had really blessed him. And we saw that because every time there was a need, Daniel was able to be that person to fulfill that need. But then... He says to King Nebuchadnezzar, verse twenty-seven. He says, "Therefore, O king, be pleased to accept my advice. Renounce your sins by doing what is right, and your wickedness by being kind to the oppressed. It may be that it may be that then your prosperity will continue. But before then, okay." Let's stop right there. So here we have um, Daniel interprets the dream. He tells King Nebuchadnezzar how great he is. But he also says, renounce your sins by doing what is right and your wickedness by being kind to the oppressed. It may be that then your prosperity will continue. Now, sometimes God puts us in the path of people where we have to give them the honest bad news. And in 24, in verse 24, chapter 4, Daniel says, This is the interpretation, O king, and this is the decree the Most High has issued against my lord the king. You will be driven away from people and will live with wild animals, and you will eat grass like cattle and drench with the dew of heaven. Seven times will pass by for you until you acknowledge that the most high is sovereign over the kingdoms of men and gives them to anyone he wishes. Then he says, "O king, be pleased with my advice and renounce your sins as be, as Christians and believers. Sometimes God puts us in situations where we have to share with people the honest bad news. And it's hard. It is hard because in the beginning of the verse, Daniel didn't want to share the dream. He didn't he didn't really want to share it. But but the king says, do not let the dream or its meaning alarm you. So he gave him permission. Tell me what God is telling you, because I know God is in you. And sometimes God will put us in situations where we have to tell people, remember the people that are connected to you, the honest bad news. About their sinful lifestyle. Now, here's the thing: we know people that if we were to go to them, or if they were even to come to us, quit judging me. You're judging me. You don't have a heaven or hell to put me in. Da da. da. And you're right, and they're right. We don't. We don't. But here he was. He was saying to him that the Most High has issued a decree against you. We know the Bible says, if you declare and decree a thing, it shall be established. So Daniel was was there to warn King Nebuchadnezzar about his prideful nature before it got to the place where God was showing him that he was going to live with the wild animals. So sometimes we have to be courageous in sharing with those connected to us. If you do not change your ways, the decree, not the decree that we're making, but the decree in the word of God says that this is going to happen to you, but people get upset and they say, you're judging you. You don't, you can't tell me what to do or you're wishing bad on me. No, this is what God says. This is what God says. And I have learned when people have asked me for advice, I have learned to say, you know what? I'm going to tell you what God says. And then you pray about it because then the blood or whatever it is, the consequences, it, it, it has nothing to do with me. God, I was obedient. I gave them your word and not my word. Not how I feel about the situation, but about what the word of God says about whatever it is that's going on. And I have to apply that to myself. You know, I have to apply that to myself. Like yesterday, I said I had to repent about the things about Donald Trump. Because after really reading the word of God, I realized that I should have gave more honor to the man than I did. Because it didn't matter how... I thought he was evil. Daniel still called him Lord and your majesty and still did what he was supposed to do. Now, of course, I I had to pay my taxes and I did all of that, but still I prayed for him, but I had to ask myself, did I pray for him enough? And do I need to continue to pray for him? Yes, I do. And I need to pray for our new leader, uh, President Biden and Madam Vice President Harris. So I say all that to say, give people the honest bad news, accept the honest bad news from other people, and don't be so quick to say other people are judging if they are coming from the word of God, and if you know that the Holy Spirit lives within them. King Nebuchadnezzar knew the Holy Spirit lived within Daniel, because he that's why he called for him because he knew he could trust him. So that's another thing. You've got to know who's in your camp, you've got to know who is, who is amongst you, who has, who, who has the Holy Spirit within them, so that when they give you the honest bad news, you can take heed to it. Y'all, this is packed, this is packed with application application the bible is just not for us to read it is for for it is for us to apply to our life as the holy spirit gives us revelation knowledge about the word of god we have to be open to honest bad news we have to know when someone has the holy spirit within them that's why we pray consistently that the lord will increase our spiritual discernment We have to understand that one will draw the other. And so if we are assigned to a person, even if they don't believe like we do, they may be an atheist and not believe in God at all. But we have to know, are we assigned to them to be salt in the earth? Are we assigned to them so that they will see Christ in us through our lifestyle? Because you can't see Christ in me if I'm doing everything that is against the word of God. That doesn't mean I don't mess up. That doesn't mean I don't do things. But you know that that I'm in relationship with God. And if I mess up, you can bet I'm saying, God, forgive me. I was out of line. I was out of line, God. Have mercy. And that I'm going to try to do a little bit better. If I'm ever faced with that situation, God, I'll walk away. If I'm ever faced again, God, with that situation, give me the strength to keep my mouth closed and not curse them out again. If I'm ever in this situation, oh God, give me the strength to act like I don't even see what's going on. Because in my weakness, God, your strength is made perfect. Hallelujah! So I don't have to depend on me. I'm depending on you, God, that you're going to give me the strength to live according to your word. Hallelujah. I'm not going to pray this morning, but I want you to meditate on, on uh, Daniel chapter 4. Y'all, that's good word. That is revelation knowledge. And to know that Daniel pleaded with Nebuchadnezzar. To accept his advice. He pleaded with Nebuchadnezzar to repent, to renounce his sins. We have to renounce our sins. Just saying I'm sorry is not enough. It's not. We show that we are sorry through word and in deed. You can't tell a person that you are sorry and continue to treat them the way that you do. You can't tell, you know, people used to say, well, sorry, if you, if you break a glass and saying, I'm sorry, it doesn't put the glass back together again. No, it doesn't. But you know what? If I break a glass, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to sweep up the glass. I'm going to apologize profusely. And then I'm going to say, what kind of glasses do you have? And I'm going to say, I know this is not the same glass that you had because I broke that glass. I damaged that glass and I'm so sorry. But baby, if you accept these new glasses, if you accept these new glasses, I guarantee you they're thicker than what you have. They're better than what you had. And I'm going to give you more of what I broke. And not, and I'm saying if I broke the glass, I'm going to give you more glasses to let you know how deeply sorry I am. And so if you open your heart to forgive, these new glasses will turn out to be better than what you had. And that's what repentance is all about. Repentance is all about, I'm sorry, but, but in word and in deed, how can I make it up to you? What can I do? And that's what he was saying. Renounce your sins and do what is right by being kind to the oppressed. Do what is right by turning from your ways. Do what is right. If you, if you took something from somebody that didn't belong to them, give it back. If you said something to somebody that you shouldn't have said, they said, I can't remember. Um the number but they said that for every negative word you have to say like 20 positive words or something like that to erase that negative word something something to that nature I can't remember the data but whatever it is do what is right renounce your sins we, we've got to renounce our sins when we mess up And we have to do what is right, renounce and do. And a lot of people, I don't have to spend my life apologizing. No, you don't. But you have to be sincere in it. And there should be such a change in you or that there should be such a change in that person that, you know, you know, that even though they may not be, you know, even though that. Whatever the relationship may not be But you should be able to look at that person and say I know they've been changed Do what is right Renounce your sins Do what is right But be sure to share And accept the honest bad news I love you all Have an awesome day Truly like I said The word of the Lord breathes life Take a breath, y'all, and enjoy God. Enjoy the Word. Meditate on His Word day and night that we might not sin against Him. For every time we sin, sin, we sin against God first. And then usually there's a man involved. Or we put ourselves in in harm's way. I love you all. Have an awesome day. Bye-bye.